Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by assholeconsulting.com. Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. And now, your host... Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Greetings and salutations. It is the Clary Podcast. I got to bang this all quick. It is the Curse Full Podcast. Just to uh, remind you that we are doing two. The Curse Full Podcast is on Mondays or Tuesdays, depending on where we get it, when I get the time. And the uh, Curse Free is Thursdays and Fridays. And I'm in a rush because I'm going to be flying out to Colorado, do a little bit of hiking, and then I have the book release party for Reconnaissance Man. Um, the girlfriend, why do you celebrate? Why do you have vibe? Like, yeah, you're right. I should relax a little bit. Uh, I should go out and hike. So uh, I got flights. Oh, did I get dirt cheap flight? Fifty-four bucks round trip on Frontier. Whoo! <laughs> I was like, okay, you're almost compelled to go at that time. But then they nail you. They screw you at the car rental. So the car rental is like. 70 or $80 a day. I'm like, oh, you fuckers. So it's just, and I should have known because that happened. What, what is it? You got, you got to totally look out for that in Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona, you'll get cheap flights and then they ass rape you at the car rental. And it, it is to the point, I got enough people down there. I spent enough time down there. I'm thinking about having a, like just go buy some $500 piece of crap jalopy, store it down there. And then when I fly in, have my buddy pick me up with it, you know, just have him start it. And then, um, then I'd have because it's cheaper. It's cheap. I could buy. I could, you could buy a, a used car, a cheap one, nothing fancy. Don't get me wrong. It ain't gonna turn no heads, except for how hideous it would be. You would definitely save money getting yourself a thousand dollar car if you visit Arizona a lot. So you do need your own vehicle. Um, so maybe I should just have something down there. That'd be kind of centrally located. Vegas is kind of like that too. They kind of, they're not as bad. They don't they don't they don't really dog fuck you on the on the car rental. But boy, Denver decided to join the rank of dog fucking on car rentals. So I got a flat. I got fly out early, early tomorrow. So the debate was: Do I wake up really early and uh, then go to the airport, and then, uh, or do I go to the airport that night? basically sleep in the concourse i'm like you know what i'm gonna be tired the, the real issue was finding someone to drive me so i found someone thankfully they drove they're gonna drive me tomorrow and i gotta get there at some crack of a fart in the morning but uh thanks to my friends the sleeping pills uh i'm going to go to bed god almighty i think i might go to bed in three hours even though i'm not tired i've been trying to make it's hard i had to go and work security i can't say where i went i worked security someplace and um there's a whole other story there, but it was from 8 to 4, 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. And I say, well, maybe I'd just stay up. You know, maybe I'd just keep the sleep schedule up. And then that way I'd be awake right before what? The plane picks me up and then I'm sleeping on the plane. I don't know how you weirdos could sleep on a plane. Probably the same people that can sit and curl up with a book on a nice summer day. That's what are you, you, you guys. But I can't sleep on the plane terribly much. I, um, I, I've, I've drifted off a little bit. I don't know how you could sleep sitting up. 
Don't know how you do it. So uh, I got a, I got an early flight, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to zonk out. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to have some sleeping pills. I'm going to zonk out at like 8 or 9, maybe 10, certainly no later than 10. <clears throat> and then I'm going to wake up with at least some sleep. And then uh, I'll sort of be on time. I'll lose an hour going west, going to Denver. Uh, so that I'm going to be real tired. But then I land, I think it's 7 a.m. their time. So I, there's no reason to fight rush hour. Maybe I'll just take a nap at the airport there. Just sleep. The Denver airport's really nice. They got a cigar lounge. Or not a cigar lounge, a smoking lounge. You can actually smoke there. And I've had cigar lounges. And I've actually taken the tram. They got kind of got a weird setup. There's four terminals. You take the underground railroad to get to each one. And one of them has a, a smoking section. And um, I just like going there. So I, I would purposely, you know, I was okay with a layover in Denver. But I'm going to land at 7. Traffic's going to be a zoo. And so uh, I'm just going to have to wait for that to die down. And then uh, off, going to hike western Colorado. Do a little bit of western Colorado. Maybe maybe Copper Mountain area. Maybe. Uh, and celebrate downtown with some fans and friends. And then the, um, what was it, the next day, the next half of that week, I'll be down in the Arkansas River area, Colorado Springs, kind of hiking that area. Because I can't do the peaks. I can't, I, I'm not going to fight altitude sickness. I can hike canyons. That's where it's low. There's plenty of oxygen down there. But you can't do the peaks. Anyway, I got to bang this out before I uh, get back. <laughs> okay, guys and gals, you got, I'm not a big hashtag guy, but this, someone put me onto this on the Twitter Hashtag women with degrees. And if you don't know how hashtags work, basically you put the number sign in front of a phrase or a word. And if you do that, that allows you to go to this category that all the posts that have that hashtag in it show up. So this women with degrees, and you click on it, and um, it must have been started by some black women because it's predominantly black women bragging about their degrees. And the first one, at least at this time, uh, at 5.15 Central Standard Time, there's a gal, she's holding her degree, and she's got a BA in advertising from the University of Southern Mississippi. And then her her shawl has, it's like the African colors of green and, and yellow, and it's, it's like it looks like the Kwanzaa colors. And it says, Black Grads Matter. And I'm thinking, okay, it's just going to be this one. So she's got a worthless degree, she's a minority, and she's all about her race. Uh, then we go to Lynette, um... And say, oh no, that's not it. I'm j- and if you just you just have to survey and sample the degrees finished after being hospitalized, BS in psychology, emphasis on the BS. Uh, and it is it's predominantly minority and black women. Here's one BA minor or psychology minor in criminal justice. You'll be unemployed. BA in African American studies. Um, MBA worth of, she has a doctorate in, oh, divinity. Okay, well, she'll be unemployed. So you, you got a doctorate in a, in a field where predominantly the majority of the employers don't hire black uh, preachers or pastors. Um, human biology, worthless. And it's all, yeah, it's all the uh, black, black, uh, black grads matter. BA in Amer- African-American studies. Uh 
Now, some of the guys are coming in. Some of, some of the guys are coming in. We got a couple guys here. You know, women with degrees is a lot like a mule with a spinning wheel. And, oh, that's actually sexist. Come on, that's not it. Here is women's studies degree will make you fat and broke. <laughs> oh, here's a gal with her law degree. Um, oh, Julie Borowski's in on this. Did my internet just go down? Do not tell me my internet just went down. You assholes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. CenturyLink, thank you. All right, my internet's working. It's the Twitter that's not working. Look. Where do we start? Because we already know this. We already know this. Do I want to offer the olive, olive branch? Do I want to tell these girls? No. Fuck it. Okay, look. The fact that there are so many, and the retweets and the number of follows and likes, it's, it's amazing how these women are just patting themselves on the back for getting, frankly, really easy and shitty degrees. And it, it, it shows us that no, no inroads are being made, especially in the groups that need it, and that would be minority women who really have like the largest earnings gap. And no one is telling these girls the goddamn truth about labor market economics and education. They've been lied to like everybody else. And it's very apparent, like the, the pride and the beaming and this and that. And, oh, look at me. I have my degree. And a lot of them, are, oh, I'm going to go on and get my master's in this worthless shit. They've been told and brainwashed to think that college is the end. College is the goal. That the degree is what all that matters. And then they, because they've been brainwashed, they're going to be dumped out into the real world. They're not going to find their jobs. They're not going to, well, they're, they're going to find their job that's going to be slinging coffee or applying for grant money and panhandling, basically. And then they're going to have this huge cognitive dissonance or a, a, a rude awakening or a conflict. They just don't want, they won't understand. Like, I did exactly what they told me to. I got a master's. I'm smart, damn it. And then they're going to think that manna is just going to fall from the heavens. And when it doesn't, they're, they're immediately, because they were such lemmings, because they were so gullible and believed, yeah, majoring in English or getting a master's in social work is going to land me a job, they're also going to be just as gullible to swallow, it's because I have a vag and I'm not white. As they've been conditioned and brainwashed to be, as they are not truly, generally independent-minded, independent people, women in this particular case. They will, just as they've been brainwashed to fork over, not to fork over their money, to borrow cumulatively trillions of dollars to give to academia, to give to professors and managers and vice directors and all that. They're equally brainwashed to then not blame the con artists that just conned them, not blame themselves and take responsibility for, frankly, majoring in an easy subject because deep down inside they're lazy. Nope, they're going to blame it because they've been conditioned to blame white males. Sexism and racism, that's what it's going to be. And so I just... It's disheartening. It's like, I thought, oh, yeah, Worthless is making, it's selling a lot of books. And now yeah, we got a lot of minorities, you know, kind of on the old capo sphere there. We got, um, oh, God, is this not working? Okay. The whole system went down. We, you know, I, I see sales of Worthless. I see sales of Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. see a lot of minority ladies come on like, this is bullshit. And, yeah, I want to be, you know, traditionalism or I want to go major in engineering. Some really few, you know, STEM women out there. But for every one of them, there's hundreds. I mean, honest to God, guys, you go on this Twitter thing and you look at the number of retweets. Unless it's the same 300 girls just all retweeting themselves. There certainly was a hand of leftist government liberal BS. Uh, there, there was a hand orchestrating this. It wasn't like they just came up with it. This was organic. Somebody consciously did it as evidenced by the, the predominantly 
of uh, black women in this. And all the black grads matter, and oh, look, we're from Africa, even though that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, you should have no pride in where the great-great-great-grandparents of your parents were from, and then your parents just happened to get together and fuck and spit you out. You didn't do anything to earn any. There's no value in that. I don't go around and say, well, I'm Irish. Oh, Irish lives matter. The, the, the concept is stupid and insulting to me. But once again, they swallowed it whole. If you can get someone to go and drop a quarter million dollars on a master's in social work, you can get them to believe anything, like the color of their skin actually has value. Or, or their plumbing gives them some kind of value unto itself. Or that a piece of paper that no one has, has there's no demand for it in the labor market, that has value. Maybe that's what the left was really good at. Maybe they destroyed the concept of value and the concept of price. So as long as you did X without really thinking about the ramifications, then you, you destroyed the concept or even, even villainized the concept of value. Like, no, I demand that you know how to program C++. Now, I, I need you to be able to route uh, uh, computers. I don't care about your degree in dipshittery studies. There's no value. And then they get, and then immediately the excuse comes right. You can, you can brainwash them to believe anything. And the real victims are going to be these poor gals. I mean, not, not only financially you're coming in disadvantaged. I mean, shit, the kid in the ghetto who deals drugs and doesn't get any violent offensives or convictions, never gets arrested. That kid with a zero net worth uh, dealing his drugs, the meth head over in fucking Wyoming, they're better off financially. <laughs> And these gals graduating with $100,000 in debt from law school. And the, the women, these girls, these poor girls really are victims in this regard. You girls are, but for the completely re- wrong reasons, for completely different reasons than you think. And as I've pointed out before, if you misdiagnose the problem, if you misdiagnose why you are actually a victim, you misdiagnose who your real enemies are, you're going to live a life that's all fucked up and enslaved to these people. And you girls, obviously, the majority of you constantly go and subscribe to leftists because it feels good, because it's what you want to hear. And, and I've tried to tell you, people on the right have tried to tell you, we've all tried to tell you, your quote, sworn enemies, us evil, evil white males are trying to tell you, well, not just white males, anyone with a brain, anyone with common sense is trying to tell you, don't major in stupid shit. This article that constantly comes out, this fact that, that, that is a misleading fact, and there's women are earning the majority of degrees. Go, girl, pie. in bullshit, in complete, worthless, crappy, childlike, third-grade level of math, logic, ability, bullshit. Where we all have to pay extra taxes, and not only that, but we even go out of our way to raise trillions of dollars over the years to basically create make-work government jobs so that some of you, not all of you, some of you can have some modicum of employment. Hello, elementary education? (laughs) Oh, look, the Twitter's back up. All right, let's look up uh, women with degrees. Women with degree. What was the hashtag I said before? Oh, for crying out loud. All right, Twitter's... There we go. Come on, just load up. I want to get some more data. Okay, black. Uh, Proud to have a bachelor's and master's before I turn 25. Women in tech. All right, this gal might have actually majored in something. 
Uh, here's the guy. He came in. <laughs> Men will ask if a woman knows how to cook while the majority can't even balance a checkbook. <laughs> uh, get that on Twitter. Is this the same one? Women with degrees. Women with degrees. Hang on. Let me... Right when I need the Googles and the internets to work. Hang on. Hang on. Okay, here's the hashtag. Women with degrees. All right. Uh, my mom has three masters. Okay, congratulations for her. What do you... I can't, if they don't, I can, come on, Aaron, don't be so hard on them. If they don't list the degree, you can't slam on them. All right, you're right. Ah, BS in communications, BA in political science, and currently working as an MBA. Black. Uh, here's a gal who's black, but she doesn't mention the degree. Ah, here's a gal, Lonnie Love. I have a bachelor's of science in electrical engineering, was a project manager for eight years, never regretted getting my degree. All right, now she gets, she gets a like, she gets a heart, because she actually majored in STEM. All right, here we go. Now, well, let's see if it'll load up again down below. Okay, it's more like 90% of these people are black women. So, obviously, there was some kind of uh, black group that put this together. Dual degree in visual arts and design and public relations. Unemployable kinesiology, masters in human resource management. Oh, the HR cunt. Uh, what else? Two bachelors currently working on my master's. If you're working on your master's, doesn't that tell you that the field's worthless? Like, if you go to school for four years and you can't find a job with that, doesn't that tell you something? Here's a guy, Chicago Joe, showing all my niece all the idiotic degrees these, well, we won't say that, are bragging about in the women with degrees tag. She'll never be like that, thank God. See, this guy actually cares about women, his niece. I'm a journalism girl. My mom has a doctorate in education, black. Bachelor's in professional English as opposed to unprofessional English. Just mention of a PhD. There are no, there's nothing but black women here. Where are the white gals at? Where are the white women at? Working on master's, BA in social science, master's in guidance and counseling. Next up, my PhD. So six years obviously isn't good enough. Ooh, she's cute. Who's this one? Oh, BS Psychology and Sociology, working in higher ed, Bachelor's of Arts Journalism, then Law School, Fine Arts, pursuing a Master's in Creative Arts Therapy, specialized with mental health counseling. <laughs> oh my God, there's not enough tax money or demand to create jobs for all you girls. Uh, bachelor's and Master's, we don't know what in. Here's a gal posing with the dean, and he's just smiling because he took all their money. You want to talk about a wealth transfer from blacks to white. You want to talk about something that's genuinely racist. Talk about all the money that these white uh, professors and doctorates and administrators in schools uh, just just sucked you guys dry for. You want to talk about a, a genuine racism right there. College-educated women are flaunting their degrees today. Uh, one degree down, two more to go. When do you get into the real world? Bachelor of Science of Criminal Justice, Bachelor's in Education, Minored in Kinesiology, <sighs> BA Psychology. Where are the engineers? Where are the engineers? Communication. And it's you know what? It's not black girls. I'm 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 sure women uh, women of all races are majoring in equally worthless, stupid shit. Uh, it just I'm kind of surprised there's no. It's all black. 
why is this uh, hashtag only black women? Psychology, criminal justice journalism, science of public education, psychology, and you're empowered, women empowered. You're not empowered. You just got suckered and duped, guys. All right, we don't have to go on. You get the idea. It's just, I'm still wondering why it's all black, though. Why are there no other races here? Okay. Anyway, if you want to laugh, if you want to cry, if you want to shake your head in pity and shame and feel bad for them, just go look up women with degrees hashtag and just be aware there's no there's no turning around this country. This is the the efficacy, the complete thoroughness, the brainwashing to fool two full generations that you can major in anything. And you know there's a leftist taint to all this. You know it's all been, oh yeah, all the problems is racism, all the problems is the rich. Hello, what's this? That is an interesting video. It's a little weird. I don't know what's going on. Oh well. I'd like to say something more, but they're not going to listen. They're just not going to get upset. They're going to get pissed off because I'm not telling them what they want to hear. If they just listen, they're not... Imagine the life of these girls later. I mean, we all went through this kind of, right? We all graduated with whatever degree. And then we went into the real world and it was nothing like they told us. And we were lied to all the way back in, in the Gen X days. I'd say even some of the baby boomer days. Some of the lady baby, later baby boomer days. But at least for most of us, there was a job at the end of it. I mean, banking may have sucked, but there are jobs in banking. This is just girls just, oh, I'm going to follow my high in the money. I mean, and imagine when they're going to have to go and fight for dwindling resource for a limited budget. Imagine when they they have all this, and that's the other thing, the debt is just going to cripple them. It's just going to cripple them. They're going to be so destitute and desperate, and they're going to be, at worst, they're going to be so confused. And they're, gonna, they're not going to be able to say, oh, hey, it was George Bush. This was all under Obama's watch. This is when national health care became a thing. You could not ask for a more liberal leftist environment or liberal leftist economy in the history of the U.S., all because people wanted to go and do what they wanted to do and not what society demands of them. It's so simple, guys. It's so simple. Find out what people want and then go and do it and charge for it. Better yet, find out what people want and find out, hopefully, the same thing that is people don't want to do to provide it and then go do that thing. Not one of these gals is ever going to go and see a Bakken oil field or an oil platform. Not one of them. Ah, well, what are you going to do? All right, let's get our sponsors out of the way. Easy Mode Blogging. I forgot to plug this guy uh, because I was using an old advertising list. Uh, EasyModeBlogging.com. Please go uh, visit our buddy Peter there if you're looking to get uh, into blogging. Uh, Because what he does, and this is basically the selling point. I had to kind of fish it out of him. I said, well, people could just go and set up WordPress or Google's blogger or whatever. He says, yeah, but they could shut that down. And so what he does is he they get the URL, they do all the stuff. I think it's cheap. It's like $4 a month or something like that. Um, and then they'll even program a website for you, uh, setting up the blog and everything. That probably costs a little bit more. Uh, but basically, they set you up with a blogging platform, and boom, off to races, you're blogging, and you're not dependent or contingent or have to adhere to the anti-free speech guidelines of you know whatever blogging platform you're using, all right? So he also does computer, not computer design, website design. Been trying to sell me to upgrade my asshole consulting site, which I appreciate. The guy's got hustle. This kid's got hustle. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for somebody to program your website, 
and you're also looking for somebody to go and set up a blog. You want to start a blog, but you're not that tech savvy. Go to easymodeblogging.com. Uh, let them know that the captain sent you. Uh, we have our good friend Chad Elkins at elkinscpa.com. Go there if you're looking for a CPA. We have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com. Silvio Canto at Canto Talk. Jason Hartman, freedomainradio.com, financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Tom Likas at blowmeuptom.com. Davis Arini, he's on the YouTubes. Crush the, crush the Street, they're on the YouTubes. Matt Tran over at Engineered Truth, YouTubes. Pushing Rubber Downhill, not on the YouTubes. He's on the SoundCloud. Glendon Cameron, YouTubes. Lori Zook, she's on Podomatic. And Ed Lattimore, he doesn't have one, but I didn't delete that yet. I could probably take him off this now. He's still a good guy. Go visit Ed. I just, he's not a podcaster. I'm also trying to trim down the... The sponsor list here. Uh, then if you're interested in getting a warm head for winter, go get yourself a glorious hat by Glorious Carl. Go to GloriousCarl'sGloriousHat.com and get yourself a genuine Ushanka hat made with real fake dead animal. We have my consulting company, Asshole Consulting. Go there if you have questions and you're willing to pay for answers that are truthful, not touchy-feely bullshit. If you want touchy-feely bullshit, talk to your guidance counselors, to your teachers, talk to your professors. Like the uh, black gals that ask their guidance counselors, what should I major in? You go, girl. You do whatever you want. You major in bullshit, and everybody should hire you. If they don't, they're all racist, white male sons of bitches. Okay, I'll borrow 150000 See, now, if they had hired, gosh, I'd be a millionaire, and they'd all be a hell of a lot better off if all those gals instead, think of all those poor black girls who are impoverished now and in debt with worthless degrees, if they just hired asshole consulting. That's true love right there. To look at you and say, yeah, your idea is stupid and it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> Female crying and tears do not affect me. Uh, then if you also want to help out uh, the old captain and you don't like any of the sponsors or you just have no reason to buy any of the sponsors' goods, you could do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate. Go to my site first, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner. Buy that shit. Do all your online shopping through that, Ben. I get a 7% cut, and it costs you nothing more. Academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com this uh, summer, this summer, this school year, where you can have somebody write your papers for you. It costs uh, some money, but it'll save you some time. And that's what smart corporations do. They outsource their mundane, stupid bullshit. And since liberal art prereq classes are mundane, stupid bullshit, you should outsource it too. Just don't advertise the fact, because then you might, you know, like get expelled. Um, go to academiccomposition.com. They also do resumes. They'll draft up a resume for you, and they're always looking to hire. Not exciting jobs because you're writing bullshit, mundane Marxist papers, uh, or you're doing advertising on Craigslist. It's boring, but it can be done from anywhere in the world as long as you have internet access. Do the Philippines by Matt Forney. You can find Matt Forney and all of his different blogging, online, internet, interwebs uh, work at mattforney.com. Uh, we have Betterment if you are looking to invest in a 401k or IRA and you don't want to pay some scumbag financial advisor and you must have really nothing else to do with your money because I'm not a big fan of investing in 401ks or IRAs. Go through my affiliate program, Betterment. Just look for the uh, banner on the, the Captain Capitalism blog and that'll take you there. Uh, then we also have the Ultimate Reading List by Max. Max, he's got uh, an Instagram account and you say, oh boy, really Instagram? And that's exactly what I said. Except he's got 32,000 followers, and they all buy books. They're conservative, libertarian, free-minded, free-market type of people. Uh, and so he only takes those type of books. So if you're looking for some books that have kind of been uh, tailored 
for uh, smart people, conservative people, libertarian people, intellectually honest people, I just have to say. Uh, go to Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List and go ahead and buy some of Max's books there. Also, Max does advertising. So if you are an author and you'd like to advertise your book, I personally use this site. I've been advertising my books over on uh, Ultimate Reading List and definitely at least worth one month of advertising. Just let Max know that the captain sent you. Uncle Nick by Frank Servey. Uncle Nick is basically Cartman if he grew up and smoked cigars and was a ripped alpha male and just gave zero fucks about the world around him. So uh, he's basically what we'd like to do, the red pill Manosphere type of world. He lives over in California. He smokes, he drinks, he womanizes. It sounds like a great book. Haven't read it, but uh, it sounds like a really good book. So go ahead, try and pick that up over at Amazon. Also available in Kindle, Uncle Nick. Then we have my two classes, the analysis evaluation of stocks and the other one, stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. All of them are offered at hundreds of different community ed, uh, library, nonprofit, school education type facilities. So if you're looking to learn how to value stocks, doing research, reading financial statements, just search the analysis evaluation of stocks. If you're also looking just to get the basics, the introduction to retirement planning and investing, go and get stocks, uh, search stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. Since it's online, it doesn't matter where you sign up, so find it for the cheapest. It depends on time and place and all that other stuff, but I think on the low end, it's maybe 90 bucks. On the high end, it's 120 if you'd be kind enough to get the 121, that'd be great because I make more money. But apparently, I guess you guys want to save money or something. I don't know. <laughs> and that's it for our first round of sponsors. Now, listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? I don't know if we can really call this news. I'll be intellectually honest with you. Uh, Richard, you guys don't know Richard. He's, he's one of our black agents in the field. I don't know much more about him except he's black. I'm like, yeah, look, there's this picture. He's, he's a regular. He, he talks, we, we text. That kind of thing. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, "Hey, um, you know, if I paid you, would you do a would you do a, a video or throw this on your podcast?" I said, "Yeah, okay, sure. Why the hell not? As long as, as long as it's good." And I haven't looked at it. Yet. I just opened it now, and it's from the Mirror in the UK. I don't know if that's uh, that's tabloid, but he did not fail. I wonder if he's because he's Jamaican, though, too. He may be Jamaican, but he, he, he's uh, sent me the article. I dumped my fiancé for a Jamaican lover, but he fleeced me out of 10,000 pounds and turned out to be a love rat. And here we have the picture of the nose-piercing, lip-pierced, blonde British babe. Louise Chesney, 24, was set to marry a perfect man when a local hotel worker caught her eye on holiday. When Louise Chesney's... Besotted fiancé Paul whisked her off to Jamaica to plan their dream beach wedding. She couldn't have been happier. She was so in love and says she couldn't wait to marry her perfect man. Just days into the holiday, into their holiday, handsome local hotel worker, Caffrey Brown, caught her eye. And one night after Paul had retired to bed with a headache, they shared a kiss. Weeks later, Louise, 24, stunned family and friends by calling off her engagement to heartbroken Paul, 48. Oh, well, good lord. <clears throat> See, now I know why he wanted me. Good good one, Richard. Good one. There's many variables, many ingredients in this already. The guy's twice her age. And uh, this was the love of her life. Look at him. He's all tatted up and basically looks like an older tatted up version of me. Honestly, if I was a 24-year-old girl, I would not date a twice your age version of me with a tattoo. Just to tell you, ladies. 
I, I mean, she's looking for money or something. She's want, she's wandering. She's listless. And she says the love of her life. No, no. Just when, it, when a girl says the love of her life and she's 24, that just means what is tingling my vag now the most at this moment in time. That's, that's what it is. That's love. Uh, she claims Caffrey, 25, had promised to marry her instead, and love struck Luis began a, to plan a life with him in the UK. Well, wait a minute. So he was going to come from Jamaica and live in the UK? <clears throat> she said she spent thousands. Oh, here's here's where the hook is. Okay, all right. I, I'm cheering. I'm cheering for the Jamaican on this one. If uh, people are going to part with their money this easily and, and throw quote unquote the love of their life under the bus, I'm I'm cheering for the capitalist and the opportunist in this one. She says she spent thousands of pounds on her new bow after she fell for his stories that his family was penniless. All the while, she spent hours filling out paperwork to secure him a temporary visa. Meanwhile, she also suffered the agony of a miscarriage and the disapproval of her family. Well, whose kid was it? She's not even married in either case. What the hell? What do they care if she has a miscarriage or not? Is this a chav? Is that what it is? Can I say, is chav like trailer trash? Everyone says, oh yeah, the chavs. You should do something on the chavs. Well, I don't know what the chavs are. are they, I mean, basically, they look like trailer trash. Our, our American version of white trash, right? She looks it. She's got a tattoo. She's got her lip pierced. She's chasing after anything that promises her something. Uh, then suddenly, Louise claims she discovered that a Caribbean Casanova had been cheating on her with two other women. She was left the... Sh- Wait a minute. You cheated on him. Your 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 fiancé. But vagina, but double standards, but entitlement, but what I want. There is no more spoiled people in the history of humanity than Western women. There just isn't. Uh, I've been a complete fool, she says. My family and friends all warned me he was using me for a visa, but I was so blinded by love. I've lost everything, my thousands of pounds in debt, yet I'm still devastated at losing Caffrey because I thought he was the love of my life. Throughout their year-long relationship, Luis was worked six days a week at her minimum wage job, home care job, to save up 4,000 pounds she needed for two trips to Jamaica to visit Caffrey. Uh, she was grueling 12-hour shifts, 12-hour night shifts. Oh, you had you had to work six days a week, 12-hour night shifts? That's so, that's so horrible. So she could pay for her lover to visit her in the UK, also fitting the bill for his visa. When her bank account ran dry, she racked up £3,000 of credit card debt while buying gifts for Caffrey. She claimed she spent £10,000 on him. Paul treated me like a princess, but Caffrey turned my head and told me Paul was too old. Soon I could barely afford to eat because I was sending all my money to him. Now I'm home alone. People might say it's karma, but it hurts. <clears throat> Negril... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I, I looked up the Daily Mirror here. Yeah, this is a tabloid. See, so I, I don't know. Richard, I don't know if to believe it or not. I mean, there's always a kernel of truth in this stuff, but, um, yeah, I just, I, it's it's too juicy to, to think that it's legit. Not that this doesn't happen. I mean, it does happen. I mean, what? A, that's that's bigger, though, in Britain, isn't it? Wait, is Richard, Richard, you from the UK? Email me. Let me know. All I know is I got all these friends and fans and we do we we establish rapports with one another. It's like where the hell are you anyway? <laughs> I recognize your avatar. That's it. But that's kind of the thing in the United Kingdom, right? They go down on holiday to Ibiza and Morocco and 
in Tunisia and they find the, the true love of their life because all the men that threw themselves at them when they were in their hotness, when they were in their 20s. Now, those weren't the loves of their lives. The ones they got to hunt down in second and third world countries who chase after them. God, those guys have got to have it figured out. They got to say, okay, look, here's the deal. All right, we, we tell them that we love them and we like a mature woman and that uh, our family is poor. And they get it. They get. I got. I got to be careful with details. I have a colleague that has an associate, and and you would think that people would be hip. They'd be savvy to the to the scam to the racket. Like when I get a Facebook friend request, it's from hot babe I've never seen in my life before. You know that some guy Muhammad or in Durka Durkistan trying to get personal information out of you by accepting a friend request. And that's that's not really who's behind that. So we think that's just common sense. We just think, oh, that's, that's not good. Something's wrong here. Something is really wrong. But man, people, their genetics, their emotion, or in the case of men, their sex drive, they the brain goes out the window and then they get screwed. They get completely screwed. And so this colleague of a colleague, um, he's 50-something, and oh, surprise, surprise, he finds in a former Soviet bloc country a 24-year-old babe that wants to marry him. Well, what are the chances? Of, and because because of his physique, no, he's kind of average looking. Because of his height, no, he's kind of average looking. Because of his money, no, he makes a fair amount of money, but not too much. It must be because of his personality, right? Not because he's an American and she wants citizenship. So this guy, over the course of a, what, a year courtship, what was it, forty, fifty thousand dollars took a mortgage out on his house, sent it to this girl because all these emergency things kept popping up. And I saw this gal's profile. I'm like, you didn't even, you didn't, I didn't even need the backstory. I could look and tell this is a whore. This is a whore. And not like, oh, this is a girl who's really done up and she's doing her duck lip face pody thing over in Las Vegas. No, this girl is a whore. You look at her like, yes. You have invested in fake boobs. You have, you are totally posing and fishing for men on the internet. Yeah, oh, and then we got the full lesbian thing going on with her, her other friend that she was like posing with and fake kissing. All duck lips. And, and to, to the dumbest of the dumb, to the slightest competent of people, you would look at this and say, this is a whore. She is going after money. That is, she is she is trading in her body. And then to be strung along for a year and inevitably forking over a king's ransom. And then the guy was going to go out and marry her. He was going to go fly out. And then there was like a last minute emergency uh, funding she needed. And I, I read about this somewhere. What was it? Mail order brides in Russia? Maybe that was it. Because I got another guy who's on his like third mail order Russian bride, and the first two did not go swimmingly. And you ask him, why are you on a third? Well, one, he can afford it, and two, you know, oh, this time it'll be different. It's just, oh my God. And now he's, yeah, he's going to find a, yep. Because that's what women in Russia want. That's what those 25 year old hot babes in Russia want is a 60 year old nerd. And that's the other thing. These are not dumb people. I know this one guy in particular is very intelligent, but maybe just lacks the street smarts. Maybe he just lacks the street smarts. I don't know. But a big part of a lot of people's brains turns off when girls either get the VTs or man see a nice set of titties. 
So I, I don't I don't doubt that there is a kernel of truth to the to the saucy story, but yeah, let's not let's not send me uh let's not send me uh what's it called? Tabloids. Let's let's avoid that. Let's let's find I mean like the world isn't fucked up enough we can't find juicy stories without that. But all right, what else we got here? Let's bang out the rest of the sponsors. All right, pushing rubber downhill, the book, the podcast, and the blog. Just search it by our good friend Adam Piggott. Seth Himes, go to InDemandCareer.com. If you don't know what you want to do for a job or you're looking for some kind of job that pays rather well, you don't want to go to college, uh, go to InDemandCareer.com. Our sponsor, Seth, he uh, basically trains you on how to become a digital marketer. Um, He makes pretty good money doing that, and he makes more money teaching people how to do it. uh, And he's basically saying, look, the, the economy... And digital marketing, the interwebs, you know, that's where the marketing is. That's It's the Wild West Frontier. Colleges can't keep up with it. They try, and then they write their academic books, and it's already outdated, just like a computer programming language. So go to his site, indemandcareer.com. If you, you know, give it a shot. Take a look at it. See if it's something that might pique your interest, something you might want to try. Because it's, all oh, I'm going to go and get my degree in hair. Oh, I want to become an EMT or a personal trainer. Okay, that's cute now. Now grow up. And let's uh, look at a little bit more um, long-term solutions. Uh, Our resident model, just like we have Chad Elkins as our resident CPA, we have our resident model, cindymoran.net. Go to cindymoran.net if you're looking to hire a pretty lady that you would like to model whatever, within reason. Uh, Then we also have a couple other books, Welcome to the Divide by S.P. Daly. Also his book, Caustic. So please go ahead and purchase those. I haven't read Caustic yet, but Welcome to the Divide is amazing. That's available on Amazon. And Kindle. Navsquam, spelled N-V-S-Q-V-A-M by Ann Sturzinger. Frankly, it'd just be easier to look up Ann Sturzinger on the uh, on the interwebs on Amazon. Uh, she has other books out as well. She is looking for a publisher. Oh, foolish young girl. If you are a publisher, please contact her. I'm sure none of you are, and I've tried to convince Ann that there's really no reason to go with a publishing route. You should do self self-publishing all the time, especially for beginning authors. Uh, then we have The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, written by me, because, once again, I am an evil racist, and I just hate black men. That's the real reason. No, want to help my fellow brothers out that just happen to not be white. And if you are, well, if you're listening to this channel, and you, um, your curiosity has been uh, captured, and you are a black man, and you'd like to get out of poverty, please get this book. It is designed for you, uh, written by me. It is basically for black men who demand better. So uh, stop getting angry. Stop, uh, stop like, waiting. Stop thinking, oh, the government's going to do something or Barack Obama's going to turn it around or maybe Hillary this time because I'm sure she, like, totally is down with uh, black males. Uh, Try and get this book and say, hey, uh, there is hope in life and it's all under my power and control. So uh, get the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty available in paperback and if you don't want the shit kicked out of you in school, on Kindle so you can read it privately. Uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, that's for all men and women if they're bold enough to read it. You can find that available in paperback, Kindle, and the audiobook. So save yourself the time, read it smart, run, work out, go hike, get yourself the audio version. I mean, it's more expensive, but you're going to save yourself a ton of time uh, listening to it rather than reading it. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major, same thing. Paperback, audio, and Kindle. So you have all three vari- uh, uh, variations there. Uh, that is a must if you're about to start college and you even have the slightest bit of doubt on what to major in. 
Or you just happen to be one of these women in women in degrees hashtag, or women with degrees hashtags, and you all majored in stupid shit. At least reading this book would explain to you why your life is all fucked up now to hell. <laughs> it's at least, at least a two-decade recovery period from a $100,000 debt uh, finance worthless degree. At least. Uh, then we have Enjoy the Decline. Uh... Accepting and living with the death of the United States. If you are down and depressed, get Enjoy the Decline. There's no reason to let the ultimate decline and end of the United States depress you while you're on this planet. You should be happy and enjoying life and taking advantage of the decline. So get the book Enjoy the Decline. We also have my uh, second latest book, Curse of the High IQ. If you were a nerd, if you're having social problems, if you're wondering why everyone around you seems to be an idiot, but you're too uh, shy or humble to actually say, you know what, I think the world's fucked up. And there's nothing wrong with me. If you, Once you get to that point, uh, may I strongly recommend you get Curse of the High IQ. Um, for anybody who's tried to do better in life, or anybody who's ran into blockades in life that just don't make sense, like, why don't you want me to stop the housing bubble? Why don't you want me to go and, and get my degree? Why do I have to stay here with the loser family? Get Curse of the High IQ. That's available in paperback, Kindle, and soon will be in audio. I think it's going to be a couple more days takes a while for them to approve the audio. Uh, then we have Behind the Housing Crash. That's my uh, first book, if you ever wanted to learn. Basically, it's it predates the big short um, because I was writing it before the housing crash happened. That's how good of an economist I am. The book was published the day Lehman Brothers filed for bankruptcy. So uh, the old captain here is not just some some claiming a claimant to be an economist. He is a good economist. And then we have the best of Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserve. Those are the two books that I've used to back up my blogging work. So if you want to read the best of, so you don't have to sift through the thousands of posts I have, you can go ahead and get that. But we are advancing and improving upon that model, and we came out with last week Captain's Quarterly. Captain's Quarterly is the quarterly publication where I take the best of my blog posts. I put them into a nice little quarterly kind of magazine comic book size uh, publication. Uh, On top of that, I also throw in a couple centerfolds of A Pretty Girl. Because frankly, and I was talking to Atham about this, we we were we were sending each other videos on YouTube like, I can't believe this guy's got 30 million views. I can't believe this guy has 10 million views. Yeah, we were talking about Pokemon. And he's like, this guy, he, he literally did. He, he, he was talking about Pokemon Go and there was something about the programming or something like that. And he had multiple millions of views. But the he was holding the camera so it's shaking and everything and you're getting like a seizure watching it. And this guy's got millions of views. And I basically, I said, I'm done with this. I'm done busting my ass off writing really quality shit and and getting modicums of success, you know, decent success for a self-published guy and on YouTube, maybe maybe getting 20,000 views. And then somebody like, hey, look, the cat picked up the, the bottle. <laughs> and that's got 10 million. So I'm adding sex and economics. So that comes in the form of Captain's Quarterly. So we got a centerfold, pretty girl, Cindy Moran there for this uh, issues episode. And then also I'll be, um, I'm working on getting uh, a model to read my economic posts in lingerie. Because frankly, you guys would, well, you guys would read and tune in anyway. But uh, I want to, I want that, I want the Julie Borowski money. That's what I want. I want the uh, Laura Southern and the, uh, what is it? The 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 blonde and the beast or something like that. That's the type of money I want. I want a hot chick reading my shit. They got peanut butter, I got chocolate. We're going to make ourselves some Reese's peanut butter cups and uh, I'll provide the actual intelligent analysis, 
not the regurgitation, like actual original crap. And we'll have a hot chick with a nice set of uh, cans reading it. And that will bring more... I wouldn't doubt it if that would bring... That one, one, the first video would bring more views in and expose people to new economic thought, even if they were only taking in 20% of it because they're looking at the girl. I think that would do more to advance economics, our understanding, than all my videos previously combined. So that's coming up as well. But anyway, you go by Captain Scorley. Uh, Reconnaissance Man, that's my latest book out there as well. If you are unsure about going to college and you don't know what to do in your life, please become a, a Reconnaissance Man instead. That is available in paperback and Kindle. It will also be available in audio by October, I'm estimating, maybe November. Um, but basically, it is what I would have done differently. I'm not talking worthless. It has nothing to do with majoring in, in stupid degrees. That's already been covered. This is if you don't know what to do. And even if you choose a, a good degree, that doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you. And on top of it, you shouldn't be thinking about degrees. You should be thinking about where you want to live, where you want to go, where you want to plant roots. All right? You don't want to go to the school down the road because you got reciprocity in that state or because your parents are close. You have got to explore this country first and foremost, and it is definitely worth putting off college for a, for a leap year or, a, or even two years to travel and explore the country, perhaps even the world if you can afford it. Uh, before you decide, okay, I'm going to go to school here. And even then, you'd go to school. You wouldn't go to school right away. You'd go and work there for a year, gain residency, and then you apply for school for in-state tuition. Uh, but seriously, that is probably probably it's the second or third most important book I've written in terms of saving people time. Day by Day Cartoon by Chris Muir. Visit him at daybydaycartoon.com. Sylvia Canto also has a book called Cubanos in Wisconsin. You can find that on Amazon. David Serini's book, As I Walk These Broken Roads. And Marty Andrade's books, uh, book, books, Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse, and he's coming out with a new one about D.B. Cooper. He has done some investigative journalism and work, and he has put together his findings in a book that will be coming out for you. So for you uh, D.B. Cooper files, uh, that's coming down the road pretty soon. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? I think we'll end the podcast with a little bit of happy news. Do you guys like happy news, huh? Happy? Target tumbles 6.4% as sales drop. Outlook cut. Now, as you know, I have a personal relationship with Target. Uh, they're in Minnesota. And when I went to college, they couldn't shut up about it. Everything was Target. We always studied Target, Medtronic, all these local companies because, gosh darn it, Minnesota companies are just the best. You know, forget five-thirds bank. I never ask, well, how they come up with that five-thirds, five-fifths, fifth-thirds? What is that? I don't want to. And then you think it, but I think that's genius how they came up and made me think about the fifth-thirds bank. Uh, anyway, uh, Target second quarter earnings fell by 9.7%. The company has lowered its sales estimates for the rest of the year, citing a difficult retail environment. Uh, Target said Wednesday it's like a second, oh, uh, citing a difficult retail environment. Shares of Target fell 6.5% for the day to $70.63. Adjusted earnings share per share totaled $1.23, higher than the $1.13 predicted by analysts who were polled by S&P Global Capital Intelligence. Amazing. Earnings are always beating expectations. and then uh, But then now they actually went down. That's actually a little bit of justice. Sales were down 7.2% to $16.2 billion, matching the analyst's estimates. Sales at stores open at last year. A key metric for retailers fell 1.1%. Comparable digital channel sales grew at 16%. With sales still sluggish, despite its turnaround plans, 
Target also lowered its expectations for comparable sales in the second half of the year. Both the third and fourth quarters of 2016, Target now expects year-over-year same-store sales change in the range of minus 2 to 0%. In a conference call with analysts Wednesday, Target CEO Brian Cornell said sales of electronics goods were weak, but the company grew market share in the apparel space. Well, for Christ's sake, I remember when I used to shop at Target. I used to get my boots there. And then after, I mean, literally no more than three, four years ago, they stopped selling men's boots and shoes. And I like looking around, looking around, I'm like, where, where are the men's shoes? Where are the men's boots? I'm like, oh, we don't, we don't have those anymore. I'm like, what do you mean? You just got rid of men's shoes? You got rid of our boots? So now I go to, I get my Caterpillar boots over at um, Menards or Fleet Farm. But it was just, it's like, what, and it's, it's totally chickifying. The target totally chicken. And, and I understand this is not, this has nothing to do with virtue signaling or social justice warrioring. It has to deal with the fact that uh, uh, women spend way more money than men. Uh, so I, I understand the economics behind it, but it's just like, okay, apparently I'm just going to maybe get video games and now, now I don't even shop there at all. We've seen pockets of slowness in the East Coast, he said. Adding business was better in the Western region. Also Wednesday, Chief Financial Officer Kathy Smith said the company will add all single-stall bathrooms at... Oh! Oh, are we going to mention this? Are we going to mention the 600-pound gorilla in the room? Bravo, Kathy. Bravo. You're actually mentioning this. I'm impressed. Kathy Smith said the company will add single-stall bathrooms at all of its stores where that option is not currently offered, reflecting a direct response to the debate that erupted earlier this year over its new transgendered bathroom policy. The company had already installed single-stall bathrooms that anyone can use at about 1,400 of its 1,800 stores. Uh, Target spokesperson Katie Boylan said, The $20 million investment does not reflect a change in Target's transgender bathroom policy. No, no, of course it doesn't. Just pissing away the tax, or not the taxpayers, the shareholders' money. That's only $20 million. I know it's nothing. They wouldn't have liked to receive a dividend or if you just kept your fucking yap shut and let transgendered people go to the bathroom without you having a virtue signal and show how fucking precious and progressive you little corporate social responsibility fucktards a target is. No, you couldn't just shut up. You thought it'd be a, a, a marketing coup to brag about how much you guys just love to be yeah, all liberal and progressively. Ugh. Uh... which allows people to use the restroom or fitting room facility that corresponds to their gender identity. But Boylan said the company had heard from critics and wanted to ensure it maintains a welcoming atmosphere for all of its customers. Well, how about you... Here, here's an idea. I've mentioned this before. How about you stop shoving minority uh, models in my face in neighborhoods where it's predominantly white? And conversely, just, just, just saying you can tailor things here if you want Target. And then if you're in a Target that's predominantly in a black community... You have black models and Hispanic. You have Hispanic. Instead of like, I, I mean, really, you guys could see it. You go out there, any any marketing, any advertising on some kind of brochure, annual report, any form of advertising, they got the rainbow of fucking colors. They got everybody. At Czech cereal, that was great. Someone took a picture of Czech cereal at the at the uh, grocery store, and they made sure to have everyone except a white guy. <laughs> It's like everybody sees through, well, not everybody, but most people see through it. I'm sure our black readers wouldn't mind seeing black models. I'm sure our Asian readers wouldn't mind seeing Asian models. 
And I'm sure that all of us males would like to see redheaded models, especially me and the Beckloff. But all that aside, you, you keep going. You go down this road. You try and satiate and satisfy the leftists, okay? You guys kind of do that. Uh, uh, like other retailers, Target sales of financial performance has slipped in recent months as it combats more nimble online retailers, particularly Amazon. Go Amazon, my favorite company ever, even though it still loses money. Last year, shut down all 133 stores in Canada, aww, laying off its entire Canadian workforce. I feel bad for the Canadian workforce. I don't feel bad for Target. In March of 2015, the Minneapolis-based company announced plans to cut another 1,700 jobs. Target also sold its pharmacy business to CVS for $1.9 billion in June of 2015. Target is seeking to save $2 billion in costs in the two-year period ending in 2016, and the company reminded investors that it is on pace to exceed the goal. We're on pace to get the first derivative, to get the second derivative, to get the third derivative, to go positive that the cancer will spread less slowly. And the conference called Target CFO Kathy Smith thanked employees for making cost-cutting a long-term habit, not a short-term focus. I wonder what Kathy Smith's salary is. Shall we look her up? Let's see what she's... Is she sacrificing? Kathy Smith CFO salary. I know you guys got that uh, affirmative action hiring your corporate social responsibility department, who no doubt came up with that brilliant idea about the transgender thing. Let's get ahead of the curve on that one. Salary and bonus, $1.8 million. Stock awards, $5.7 million. Target Corp. Inside. New equity grants, $4.2 million. Yeah. She's, she's really cutting it to the bone there. And I'm actually for large corporate executive pay. I don't care what you shareholders pay your corporate executives to come up with great ideas of, like, fuck normal people. <laughs> Well, we can't go with fuck normal people. We got to come up with some, uh, let's call it the pro-transgendered open decision for bathroom policy. Hopefully six skeezy, creepy men don't look at the little three-year-old girls going to the bathroom policy. Let's call it that. That would be much better than calling it the fuck whitey policy. The fuck the normies. And I'm not talking about the IQ. There I'm with you. Fuck the normies in terms of IQ and the commoners and the sheeple. But when you're kind of like, yeah, fuck everybody. We're going to go after this 0.0001% to eke out that, that, that one-tenth of 1% of extra sales. And then we'll blame it on Amazon. Target is seeking, uh, we already read that, uh, to reinvigorate sales. Oh, this ought to be just precious. Target has been focused on streamlining operations and remaking itself as a one-stop shop retailer, a place where customers can pick up groceries, high-end cosmetics, and exclusive apparel and home goods. Except for guys. We're not, there's no guy shit there. It also wants to open more small stores and prioritize certain merchandise categories it thinks have the best chance of driving sales. Baby, kids, style, and wellness. Oh, man, they're going to jump on that bandwagon, the organic, the non-gluten. While we recognize our opportunities in the business and are addressing the challenges we are facing in a difficult retail environment, we are pleased that our team delivered second quarter profitability above our expectations. Cornell said in a statement, looking ahead, we remain focused on our enterprise priorities. Okay, that's it for the podcast. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, friend, vote, all that other crap. Uh, But more seriously, yeah, please do share the old Clary podcast and the Clary Online Media Empire with anyone that you might know. If you know someone that needs a swift kick in the ass, and you always do, go ahead and recommend Asshole Consulting. And 
that is it. Just go plug my ship, buy my product. No, here's my shit. No. What the hell was it, guys? DT and the man. Oh, here's my product. Buy my shit. Give me your fucking money. That's all we got. Toodles.